God is good. <clears throat> well, I had a pretty good afternoon after church today because my wife went one way and I went the other. Y'all didn't catch that unless you've been. Uh, uh, I'm one of those guys I don't buy much, but when I do, it's going to be big. Guys, y'all hear me? It's always smart to buy a big boy toy when your wife is not around. What did I do? She's like panicking already. Huh? Can I borrow your wallet? I need that checkbook. No, not really, but I, I, I do, you know, stop and if I see something, like an old car or old truck or anything that's pretty cool, I'll stop, check out a price, see what it is. Well, Mary wasn't with me today, and there was an old rat rod sitting on the side of the road and head towards Splendor there, and I said, ooh, that looks good on me. And uh, so I pulled up, and, man, right away I, I saw the price tag on it was $9,000, and I knew if I bought that thing I'd be 9000 dead. And uh, uh, so, I, but I, I was just a little curious about it. And there were about four or five guys sitting down in their, bar, in their barn there, and I could see them down there, and I said, well, I'm going to go ask some questions about the car anyway in case I don't want it, some of you want it, then I can drive it when you buy it, and we're, neither one of us are in trouble. And uh, so I, I went down there and said, hey, man, I, I was wondering about your car. And these, I, I didn't really notice it until I got right up on it. Sometimes you can get up on something real quick, and your eyes are like, dang, what am I here for? You know, why did I put myself in this situation? They were all drinking. All the guys in the, in, in the garage there were drinking, and I was like, shoot. I said, Lord, is this opportunity to witness? Lord, is this opportunity to hope to get a good deal because they're drunk? What is the opportunity here for me, Lord? And uh, so, <laughs> so I, I started asking questions about the car. It had a, a, a 350 in it, and it, it was a 39. And I was asking all kinds of questions about it. And one of the guys says, those are some unique boots you got there, cowboy. 
you know, I, I wear these boots. I, I was blessed with these boots, and they got crosses on them, and they got crowns on the top of them, and they got John 3.16, if you can see it still on the bottom of it. And I've never been blessed to have a bunch of shoes. When I was growing up, we probably got two pair of shoes all my life. You got one in the winter and usually one in the summer right before school started, and you usually got one in winter. But your feet better not grow too fast. You're going to have to cut and get a toe out the end or something, you know. And I, uh, So I never had a lot of shoes. And I usually get one pair of boots, and, and I'll wear them out, and I'll get me another pair of boots. I, I just don't have a lot of money like that. And it's not one thing that's really particularly that I like. You know, I, like I say, when I go buy something, it's usually pretty big. Uh, now, her, on the other hand, has lots of shoes in her closet, and uh, they don't fit me. I've tried some of them on. They don't fit. And... Uh, but the guy said, hey, man, those are some pretty cool boots. Where'd you get them boots? I saw a man, it's a little company called Tin Hull, and, and they make them, and they're my favorite pair of boots. Well, one of the guys, I guess he had drank a little more than the other guys. He kind of gave me a crap eating grin. I, I said that nice in church. You know how somebody can give you that look, and it just frustrates you? And he said, crosses? Who wears crosses on their boots? I said, I do. And all of a sudden, the peace came over me. And I said, these are my peace shoes. How can I whoop a man <laughs> in cross cowboy boots? <laughs> that just wouldn't be preacher-like of me, Mary. I, I was thinking to myself, just a, a peace came over me. And, you know, I started thinking about it on the way home. Where did that come from? Not her sneezing. I, I, where, that, where did that? Dang, Miss B, get a Kleenex or something, girl. Uh, what's that thing I say if you're sick, stay at home? But I started thinking, where did that peace come from? Where did that peace come from? It come from Ephesians 6. Now we're supposed to have our peace shoes on. At all times. Turn there with me to Ephesians 6. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Ephesians 6. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. I want to thank y'all for today. I think that God really moved in this place today. I like to thank Him. I like to also thank y'all because you guys wouldn't put those cups down. You guys really appreciated the fact that what we were doing and and that that God was here and God was real this morning and and I uh, I appreciate that also. Uh, I. Uh, Going to find it here real quick. 6 verse 15. Where does peace come from, my God, all of a sudden? You know God will give you peace when you need it all of a sudden. If you got your peace shoes on. Ephesians 6 15 says this. And as shoes for your feet. Having put on the readiness given 
by the gospel of peace. Christians are called to be steadfast. Christians are called to be active and on the move. Maybe not buying $9,000 rat rods. Mary, I didn't buy it. We didn't make a deal. I tried, but they wouldn't go for it. But we're called to be steadfast, acting, moving, progressing, ascending. In, in, in other words, I was thinking about this when I got home. We're told to be on the move, spreading the gospel. Mike and them were in Waco this morning. Now they're in Conroe. We as Christians are called to be on the move. And we're on the move, we better have our peace shoes on. Because we're going to encounter the devil along the way. And if we don't have our shoes of peace on, how are we going to hold ourselves together when someone gives you a look or someone says something to you or somebody offends you or somebody comes up against you? So I want to take a look at that tonight. And I want to examine our gospel shoes. I want to examine it for a minute. Where do these shoes come from? They come from the blessed maker. Huh? Come on, somebody. One who knows by experience what is needed since he has himself journeyed through life the roughest ways. We do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet he was without sin. Jesus walked this land just like me and you. He had people against him just like me and you. He had people, Tammy, that acted funny towards him, just like people do us sometimes. It says in, it says in Hebrews 4.15, We do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he was without sin. I think God gave us these peace shoes, Carl, take a walk. Not to fight, but to take a walk. To turn and go the other direction sometimes. I think God gave us these peace shoes. And sometimes we're going to encounter uh, fools. And sometimes we're going to encounter situations where we need to get away from. We need to remove ourselves from. Only the Lord can make these kind of shoes. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father Except through me, only the Lord can give you peace that can calm you down if you allow him to. Anybody got to work tomorrow? Anybody here got to work tomorrow? That's never no fun to go when everybody else has got a holiday and everybody else is off and you know you got to get out there. You don't want to go anyway. You, you're like, man, everybody else is going to be riding their motorcycles. Everybody else is going to be going to the rodeo. Everybody else is going to be hanging out with their family and barbecuing. Me, i got to go to work. You get up, you lace up your boots, you put on your tennis shoes, you slip on whatever sandals you wear, and you head off to work. And you're already aggravated because you have to go and you know everybody else don't. So sometimes we leave out of a situation and we're not in the right frame of mind. That's why the Bible says to put on the full armor of God so that when you walk up in a situation where, where you sh really don't want to go anyway, you'll be have God's way. Instead of your way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
I love that. I was thinking about, I was trying to think about these peace shoes. And I started jotting down these scriptures that I thought would help us make sense to this. He said, Jesus said, I am the way and I am the truth and I am the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. So only the Lord can make peace in any situation. Who puts on the peace shoes? All of us. Some of yours come in different shapes. Different sizes. But all of us are to put on the peace shoes. We're to make peace with our wives. We're to make peace with our children. We're to make peace with our brothers and sisters in church. And outside of church. Who's supposed to put them on? Those who follow Christ. Those who have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of them. Supposed to have on their peace shoes. You're supposed to be putting them on. Lacing them up. Making sure that, that you have them on. Don't go out there barefooted. I've seen too many barefooted Christians. They lose their cool at the drop of a hat. I was really going to come in here and ask for one shoe tonight, but y'all lucky I didn't want to look at that tonight. I really was, but kind of time got away from me. But I see a lot of people go out barefoot. And the slightest little problem, the slightest little difficulty, they start cussing. They start going back to their old ways. They drink. They, 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 they get upset. And you know what? You, the, the, all their peace is robbed. But why? Because they left the house barefoot. Who's to wear the peace shoes? All saints. For what I received, I passed on to you. Now listen to this scripture. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture, that he was buried, that he was raised, and on the third day according to the scripture, for what I received I passed on to you. So when the Lord left us, he left us these peace shoes. And if we go out spiritually barefoot, somebody's going to step on our toes. How many get their toes stepped on all the time? How many sometimes don't handle it right away? Don't raise your hand. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. We're supposed to handle everything like a Christian. As salty. Remember I taught y'all last week to be salty. We're supposed to handle everything with flavor. We're supposed to ha ha have something deep inside of us that preserves us from going off like the rest of the world wants to go off. It's not easy, though. We, we, we've been through some things in the past, and now we're walking a new way. It's never easy. But it wasn't easy for the Lord either. He even said, take this cup from me, if you will, but not my will, your will. They're worn by all saints. They are such as they will never wear out. They are old, yet like new. We may wear them at all ages and all places. The Bible says in John 6, 47, I tell you the truth, he who believes will have everlasting life. These shoes, they last forever if you want them to be. I want to say this to you right now. There are many times where the flesh wants to, but the feet say no. There are many times when the old nature comes roaring its head up, but the feet say, no, no, no. There was another night I was so mad, I told my wife, what do you want me to do, just go beat them all up? Will that make you happy? Because it'll sure make me happy. 
said, that's not you anymore. So I have to walk away. I got to leave that situation. Some of y'all are still in that stage where you'll fight, fuss, carry on, throw pity parties, tantrums. Can I say this? If you're over 40 and you're still throwing tantrums, somebody needs to get a hold of yourself. That's English. easy to understand but hard to swallow. We need to try them on tonight. They fit perfectly. They are made to suit each person. I went to, where are my new shoes? Couldn't find them today. I went and got me some New Balance. Anybody wear New Balance? Those are some good shoes now. I went and got me some New Balance shoes. I don't know where she hid them from me at. They're probably in your closet. You sure? Sure. Well, he got me some New Balance shoes. I was thinking about it as I was sitting there. I need to put on my new shoes, but I couldn't find them before church. I do not know where those shoes are. But who's to try these on? New Christians? New believers? Who's to keep them on? Seasoned Christians? Somebody's been walking with Christ for a while. Somebody's been going to church a long time. Who's to keep these shoes on there? They fit perfectly. They're made to suit for everyone. We are God's workmanship created by Christ to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us. So these shoes were to put them on because they fit perfectly. As I was trying on those new balance 410, say 410. I just wanted you to say it like 10-4, but we're saying it backwards, 10-4. The lady said, try on these 410s. These are the latest, greatest shoes. Put them on. They're the most comfortable New Balance has to offer. I put them on. They weren't comfortable to me at all. They hurt my feet. I'm walking around. She's like, them's the ones. I said, well, give me the 440s. Let me try them on. I think it's because I'm 440 a little bit like I used to. But I'm like overweight some, so I need some, some other shoes or something. I don't know. But they weren't fitting good. So I tried on the 440s, and they fit comfortable. They fit perfect. But it wasn't what the lady told me I needed. So I said, let me try them on again. They still felt uncomfortable. I picked the ones that she didn't pick. God picked these pea shoes out for us to wear, and they fit perfectly. But you have to choose to put them on. When somebody spits in your face, you're going to have them on? Not me. I see some of y'all shaking your head like you're big and tough. The big and tough Christians are the ones that can turn the other cheek and walk away. The big and tough, come on, praise God for a minute, amen. They fit perfectly. They're made to suit each one of us. We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which prepared us in advance. They provide an excellent foothold. We can tread with the holy boldness to go to places that God wants us to go. Why? Because our shoes hold up. They, they have an excellent foothold. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne. So when we got our peace shoes on, Jason, we can go do boldly what we got to do. Because they hold up. The enemy tries to push us. He can't push us down when we got our peace shoes. We hold up boldly. We hold up strongly. When I was out there in the world, living in the world, sometimes we get in a fight. 
you had a pair of old dancing cowboy boots on, somebody pushed you, you might slip and fall. But with God, if you got on your peace shoes, somebody pushes you, you don't slip and fall. Why? Because they got a stronghold. This is English preaching, easy to understand tonight. They provide an excellent foothold. We, we can tread with the holy boldness to the high places and where these shoes are. When they're on our feet, we can go boldly. We can go to the throne of God. We can obtain mercy, and we can find grace to help others when we got our shoes on. Another thing about having peace shoes on, no one grows weary of wearing them. When I got my shoes on, when I come to church, when I go do God's work, these are usually the boots I put on. Now, my son working at Boot Barn, I got two pair of boots. That's all I got. I got two pair of boots. I got these. And before he quit, I made him buy me a nice pair of boots. And, man, that kid got 40% off. We did good. And I love them boots. And they're nice. And they're quail or they're ostrich or they're alligator. They're some kind of animal. And, and, and I wear them sometimes, and, but when I got these on, I'm representing Christ. And when I got them on, I'm representing Christ. Now, these are physical shoes, but the spiritual shoes is what I'm talking about, that you know when your feet hit the floor, you got to place it in your heart. And no matter what comes up against you that day, God controls you. You and the outcome. Come on, say that with me. God controls you and the outcome. Now, if you take control of you, if you're running around barefoot, if you hadn't prayed up when you got out of bed, if you hadn't read your Bible in the morning, if you hadn't listened to your praise and worship music on your way to work, if you went out spiritually, bare, spiritually barefoot, then, 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 then the, the trials that are going to come against you, you're not going to be able to stand. No one grows weary wearing them. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. These are the scriptures I looked up when you're putting on your peace shoes. They provide protection against trials. I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world you'll have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome this world. One thing about peace shoes, they're pleasant to wear. How many like to be around pleasant people? You got your peace shoes on. There's some really good people in this church. And they're that way all the time. They're not one way one day and another way the next day. They're that way all the time. They're not like a light switch. One day they're this way, next way they're this way. I, I'm going to get Lyle usually that way every day. I'm going to get Mike usually that way every day. You're going to get me usually this way every day. Because I've learned not to talk out of both sides of my mouth. I have learned that, that i got no time to be two-faced, so i got to be one way, and that's God's way. So in order to be God's way, i got to put on the full armor of God. And let me say this. When you got the full armor of God on, and, 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 and you don't leave the house without your peace shoes on why would i put on the breastplate why would i grab the sword why would i put the helmet on and walk out barefoot 
I'd be the laughing stock of the Christian army. Oh, here comes old Grimes. There he got the shield. He got the helmet. He got the, the breastplate. He got the belt. But the knucklehead ain't got no shoes on. He must be a redneck from Elmont, Texas right there. He says put on the full armor of God. That means peace shoes. The other day, we don't have much carpet in our house except for in our bedrooms. And the other day, I, I took a Dr. Pepper into the bedroom and I, and I was fixing to set it down on the, on the dresser and I wasn't watching what I was doing and I spilt it and uh, it landed on the other side of the dresser. So I had to pull the dresser away and I was thinking for a minute, just leave it. I'll clean it later. But then I thought, well, if Mary sees it, I'm going to be in trouble, so I better get it up, and I better get it up right now. And we were in the carpet cleaning business, so I ran out to my van, and I got some carpet cleaner, and I got that bottle, and I read the directions on the bottle, and it said, get to the spot as soon as possibly, hopefully while it's still wet. So the spot was still wet, so why? Because the longer it stayed there, the more difficult it is to remove. So I read the instructions, I dabbed it out, I cleaned it up, got it looking good, let it dry, put the dresser back. She never knew I spilt anything. Good husband. But I was thinking about that. Why did those directions tell me to get that spot out quickly while it was still wet? Because it's like peace. Because the longer... You let an offense stay on you, the more difficult it is to get it off of you. The longer you let somebody, what they've done to you, stay on you, you don't have your peace shoes on, it's harder to get it off to you. It's the same way with us when we let anger and bitterness or offense come. It's like a stain. It gets in your mind. If you allow it to set in hour after hour, day after day, it's going to get harder and harder to remove that stain. It's so much easier for us to forgive right when that incident happens. That's why he said put on the peace shoes. Because when somebody offends you, Donnie, it's easy for you to forgive them right then and there. Because if I let what Dean said to me yesterday bother me or you let what I said to you bother you last week, then it's going to build up and it's going to build up and it's going to build up till one day it just overflows and then you can't get it up again. If you allow it to set hour after hour, day after day, it's so much easier to forgive right when it happens. It doesn't matter what the other person does. You can choose to forgive and get in the mind that you need peace. In Ephesians 6, the Bible talks about putting on the full armor of God. But I believe after today, the most important thing of my armor is the shoes. Because you know what I first did, Paul? I sized up every one of them. Because that's what an old cowboy like me does. I sized them up. I said, first I'll take him out. Then I'll take him out. I'll dock him in his eyes right there. This guy ain't got much hair, but if I get a hold of it, I'll drag him around this garage. I felt my old nature start to swell up, my pride. 
Pride what? Pride is what? Pride is what? It destroys a person. It destroys your testimony. It destroys all that you worked so hard to do. We let our chests get all puffed up. So that's why the Lord said, put on the whole armor of God. So I was thinking about it. One of our most important pieces is our peace shoes. In the same way that shoes protect your feet, peace protects our spiritual walk. Can you imagine what it would look like on Montgomery County Police Reporter with my mug shot there? These boots today, these crosses, who I stand with every day, week after week, month after month, gave me peace which surpassed all human Mark Grimes understanding. That let me love on them guys. I appreciate your time. Good to see you. Having a car show next month. Bring it on down. We'll try to help you sell it. Really? Where, where's your church at? Started telling them. Oh, I drive by there all the time. Well, don't just drive by. Stop in. And God, with his sense of humor, God, with his sense of humor, probably have him sitting here next week. But if I would have acted out, and I have gone out barefoot before and felt so ashamed of myself. But the closer I get with God and the more I read his word, the more I understand what he wants out of me. I found that too many people are going around spiritually barefoot. They're always upset. They're always been out of shape. Something bothers them. Something offends them. Neighbor didn't invite you over to his house, but he invited everybody over. So now you don't talk to your neighbor anymore. Somebody at the department store uh, uh, wouldn't let you take back something that you bought because you wore it the night before and it has a little stain on it. But you tried to say it was there when you got it, but you know it wasn't. So now you're offended. I'm just saying, I know. So we have to make a decision that no matter what comes against you, you're not going to get upset. Can we do that? I believe all things are possible. I've been taught by the Lord that all things are possible. I'm not going to let it offend me. I'm not going to let it ruin my day. I'm going to have the Joel Osteen mindset, hey. I'm going to stay in peace. I'm going to have the right attitude. That person is probably just having a bad day. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to move on. Somebody's rude to you, no big deal. I think what God is trying to tell us tonight if we're going to soar with eagles, then we've got to have our shoes on, get a good running start. Like an airplane, it's going to have to be like the Wright brothers. Keep going over and over again until we get it right. And then one day we'll soar like these eagles. We'll be flying high above this world that we live in now, which I'm ready for, by the way. When God is ready, amen. Let's pray together. Father, help us to remember that you're our vindicator. Help us to remember that offenses can be removed easily by you. Father, help us to walk in peace, allowing you to fight our battles, that you're going to lead us to victory all day, every day. 
Father, I want to say today, I got my peace shoes on. And I'm going to say I'm going to keep them on, Lord. I love what you're doing in my life and what you're doing in so many others' lives. Thank you that we're not who we used to be. We're not all that we can be, but we're not who we used to be. For that, you get the glory, Lord. Praise your holy name tonight. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Bless you.